0: Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast and we are doing a special series just for Advent where every day for a few minutes we will come into your earbuds and share with you biblical truth, bringing hope, and pointing you to Jesus during this Christmas season. It is going to be so good. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome back. As we move along with our Advent series, I'm super excited to dig in. We're finishing up the names of Jesus and we're going to dig into some other Christmas Advent themes that I'm super excited about too. First, I want to start the episode with an apology. I had technical difficulties. I thought they were recorded and scheduled and done. And they were not scheduled. So today we are doing something fun and special, and we're doing a three for one. We're going to celebrate three of his names today in this episode, and then we'll get back to the normal programming tomorrow. Okay, let's get started. So first one, Jesus, the son of God, the scripture for this is Mark chapter one, verse 10, And it says, just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. Verse 11, and a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love with you. I am well pleased. Yes and amen, friends. (laughs) Can you say yes and amen with me? Let's dig in a little bit more about this. In the beginning of the chapter, verses uh, 4 through 8, we have John, who's Jesus' cousin, doing baptisms. Hence why he's called John the Baptist. It says, The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. They confessed their sins and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But verse 7 is super important to note. John wasn't like egotistical or baptizing to baptizing. This is what he was doing. This was his message after me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I'm not even worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with Holy Spirit. How cool is it that he's already pointing the way to the cross? He's already pointing the way to Jesus, right? I like John, even though after the scripture talks about what he was wearing and locusts and honey and homeboy was probably super smelly and super gross, but I love me, John the Baptist. Okay, Going back on to verse nine, um, the title is the baptism and testing of Jesus. And so that's where it starts is at that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven who said, you are my son, whom I love with you. I am well pleased." That voice was the voice of God in Luke. It says that the Holy Spirit descended upon him. In this way he was anointed for his public ministry directly by God. And yes, we see that God is calling Jesus his son. Hence the title of today's, the first, um, the first one of today's message. Which one day when we go to heaven, hopefully God will say the same thing. Good and faithful servant. Well done, right? That's the goal. Um, but I want to point this out in that passage too. Uh, one of the ones which mentions, this is one of the few passages that mention the all members of the Trinity. The Father, God speaking, the Spirit descending, and Jesus. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. How cool is that? Um, in Mark 1.11, it talks about the God the Father speaks, Jesus is physically present, and then the Spirit comes upon him. All three persons of the Trinity are working independently at the same time yet they are in absolute perfect harmony with each other. Isn't that so cool? Each person of the Trinity is divine, yet in perfect community with one another. I just think that's so cool and so holy. that something only God can do. All right, moving on to the second name of Jesus we're going to talk about today. is Jesus, the Son of Man. We got Son of God. Now, Son of Man. How is he both, Right? Our verse for this is Luke chapter 19, verse 10. It says, for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Yes, and amen. Friends, we know that Jesus is the son of man, and this is where he's called son of man. And we know that his goal was to come here and save us all who were lost. The expression son of man appears 81 times in the Greek of the four gospels, 30 times in Matthew, 14 times in Mark, 25 times in Luke, and 12 times in John. That's a lot of times. And I always think, God, if you're repeating something, I should probably pay attention because it's important, right? And it is. But what does this mean for us? Great. He's the son of God, obviously, like he's God's son born to Mary. We know that he's the son of Mary and Joseph, But why does it say the son of man? It means to show his humanity, not Jesus, the royal king of heaven, Jesus with the 35 million titles of like Jesus, Archduke, nemesis of Prince Wales, or you know, like how they do that. I don't know. That's totally wrong, but you know what I mean? It's Jesus, the son of man, 81 times. And because he's human, it shows his humility even more. It shows his humanity because he's human and his humility that we talked about a few episodes ago. Humility that a baby would be born from a virgin in a manger would be the savior of all of us. This intentional lowing of his status from king of heaven, son of God to son of man is literally the definition of humility. Jesus was fully human and yet fully God. Son of man and Son of God. Sometimes, friends, if this is a little hard or confusing, this is where faith plays a big pull in it, a big role in it. This is where you get to believe because the Bible says it's true, and you can dig and discover and go to like um, you know Bible resources and Blue Line Light Blue Line Bible, and you can read commentaries and super smart theologians talking about it. And you can dig for yourself and discover. That's a beautiful part of the God's word, right? And then also you get to believe. And you get to sit in the majesty and the wonder of all of it. That Jesus is the son of man who came to save us all. And also the son of God. And in the previous scripture that the Trinity is fully visible in that scripture. God's voice, Holy Spirit descending, and Jesus in the flesh. So cool. You guys just sit and wonder about this, like how I'm just, how cool (laughs) that we get to do this. Okay. The third and final one for today is another name for Jesus, which is Jesus, the word In John one, one, the title of the whole chapter is the word became flesh. John chapter one, verse one says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That's a lot of words. (laughs) In the beginning shows us that the word is forever present throughout the span of eternity. We see it in Genesis in the beginning, right? Genesis 1-1 starts with in the beginning. And here again, John chose to use those three words in this book as well. And it shows us that the word is he always has been, he always will be, which we talked about a little bit ago, I feel like. By him, all things were made made. In heaven and earth, right? It talks about making heaven and earth and all the things in Genesis. By him, all things were made in seen and unseen. Authorities, people, lords, rulers, all the things were made by him. And all the things were made for him. What John is establishing establishing in the very beginning is the fact that the word was present from the very, very beginning. Very beginning. In John 1, 14, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Who do you think he's talking about, friends? We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. That's Jesus. He is the word who was there at the beginning. He is the word who is God, who will be there at the very end. When this is all over, he is still there. This verse is pointing to the eternal aspect of Jesus, when he says the word was with God, and expresses the deity of the Christ And his inseparable oneness with God, the father, the Trinity, the three in one. So cool guys. I just, this took me forever to write because one, I'm a digger. And so I kept digging and kept digging deeper. And I shared what I shared today to keep it manageable, but there's a whole lot to the Bible, right? But then also because as we sit here during this Christmas season, we get to celebrate baby Jesus. And that also means so much more. I mean, it in itself is miraculous and wondrous, but it means everything. It's, he's the son of God. He's the son of man. He's the word. He came to save us. And we're going to talk about more about being saved in the next few episodes. But just sit with that today. Like how cool. I just can't stop saying that. (laughs) How cool is it that we get to celebrate this? We get to celebrate the names of Jesus. We get to celebrate who he is, what he's coming to do and why we celebrate this season. So tomorrow I'm excited about, it'll be our last of the Jesus is series, the last um, names of Jesus. And I'm really excited about this one because it, I mean, Well, it saves us all. And so I am praying for you, friends. Be sure to find me on social media and come say hi. Share it on your socials so other women can get plugged in during this Advent season. I have some practical tips coming up in the next few episodes that are really going to help us dig into this season and just rest and prepare for him to come. Um, Yeah, so be sure to find me on social, Abundant Woman Co., And share with friends so we can keep it moving. See you tomorrow.